you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Stardom Sit'em Show. It's me, your man, MG Marcus Grant, joined by Michael F. Florio. And somewhere out there in the ether is this, are the specialists, the cast of dozens that help us put on this show. But, Florio, there it is, the air horn that signals that the specialists are watching. They're watching us from the beyond somewhere. Uh, it is week six, so you are ready for another, uh, another edition of Starts and Sits. You're ready for the internet to critique all your hard work that you put in, right? Yeah, I, I mean, there's no pleasing the internet because some weeks they're like, these are all obvious names. And then other weeks they're like, how can you tell us to sit this person? So there's, <laughs> there's never any winning. Well, we're going to dive into some of those names. Of course, you can check out all the starts and sits on NFL.com at NFL.com slash start sit pretty easy so go check it out there and you can get all of the ups and downs for the week for week six let's start though with the quarterbacks and the guys that are on your start and sit list for the week who you got on the ups and downs 
Kyler Murray, I know he's been a little up and down this year. He has a great matchup. He's in play. Kirk Cousins in a strong matchup as well. Geno Smith has been playing great ball, and he's in play. And if you need a streamer, Daniel Jones, I think, has won in a good matchup against the Ravens. Some players that I am sitting, Matt Stafford and Russell Wilson, they've just been struggling. Trevor Lawrence, I know he played well against the Colts earlier, but a lot of turnovers lately. And then Marcus Mariota, I'm just not trusting him. Well, let's go back to Geno Smith. And, you know, a couple weeks ago, he went out and put up a big number against the Detroit Lions. And we all thought that was fun, but we also thought, well, it's the Lions. Their defense is terrible. Then he went out and had a pretty good game against the New Orleans Saints. And we all agree that they, they wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. <laughs> I was like, what is that? It's Geno. <laughs> Geno saying he didn't write back. Uh, he went back and had a good game against the New Orleans Saints. We all agree is a much better defense. So now we're just we're just willing to ride or die with Geno the rest of the year, right? I don't know if we're ready to ride or die with him all year, but I think right now you 100% should be riding with Geno Smith. I mean – he scored over 18 fantasy points in three straight. He's top 24 in his last two. And he has one game all year with less than 17 fantasy points. So he's been very consistent. He leads the NFL in multiple passing touchdown games this year. Uh, and then the Cardinals are eighth in the league in fantasy points allowed to quarterbacks. This is a situation, Marcus, where I think you can trust Geno, but it's also because he has great playmakers around him that are going to help him. So I think as long as you trust Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf to keep doing their their thing, you could keep trusting Geno Smith and starting him in fantasy. It is a really narrowly funneled passing game. It's what we love. I mean, right now, Tyler Lockett is the wide receiver eight. DK Metcalf is the wide receiver 19. And Geno Smith, a top six fantasy quarterback heading into week six. They wrote me off. I ain't right back. That's right. Ain't right back. Don't write back, Geno. Don't write back. And uh, the guy on the other side of this game, Kyler Murray, is the QB five. And he's averaging about 20 fantasy points per game. It's a little bit of a head scratcher just because the Cardinals offense has really yet to take flight. But if there's any ever a week for Kyler to really have a smash game, it's against a bad Seahawks defense. Yeah, and, and I know Kyler's been up and down. But like you said, Marcus, he's a QB5 averaging 20 fantasy points per game. And people are still worried about him. I, I guess it says how high the expectations are for him. But in his two games this year where he failed to top 20 points, one was against the Rams defense that has historically given him trouble throughout his career. And then the other was against the Eagles. Those are two of the top defenses, I think, in the NFL. And then, no offense to the Seattle, their, their defense is not like that. Uh, Kyler has a history of success against them. He threw multiple scores in two of his last three games against Seattle. I think that this could be low-key markets, be a kind of high-scoring game. And Kyler, I think, is, is a very safe start this week. I don't even know if it's low-key a high-scoring game. I think it's straight-up going to be a high-scoring game because both of these defenses are pretty bad. So I'm expecting a lot of points in this one. Russell Wilson, it has been a struggle for him so far this season. Not what anybody expected after he went to Denver and got the bag out there. It has been to the point that now people are asking if they can drop Russell Wilson, but certainly if you're holding on to him, it's hard to, it's hard to trust starting him at any point right now. Yeah, I, I think Russell Wilson has to be sat until we see better days. Uh, single digits, and he scored single digits last week, and now has two of his last three games with single-digit fantasy points, 11 or fewer in three of his last four. Uh, he just underwent a shoulder injection. That gives some hope, I think, for the future that maybe he could start to play better, but 
until we see him actually put up numbers and get on the same page, one, in this offense, and two, with his playmakers around him, I don't see how you could start him. I'm okay holding on to him and benching him for now, but I cannot get him in my starting lineup. You know, interesting point, because so many of the quarterbacks that we thought would be good haven't been good. The quarterback waiver wire is a little bit thinner right now because you've got teams that are just holding on to multiple quarterbacks, hoping they can mm-hmm. figure out the, the right time to start guys. So you're right. Russell Wilson, it's hard to throw him back into the free agent pool, but it's also really, really hard to start him right now. Let's pivot to the wide receivers. Take a look at some of your pass catchers for week six. Who are your starts and sits for this, pre- this particular position? I'm riding again with Chris Godwin after last week's so-so performance. Gabe Davis, I think, is very much in play. Uh, Tyler Lockett, we like Geno. I like his receivers as well. And I'm going to ride with George Pickens. I believe in the rookie there. Some sits, DJ Moore, just because it, it's been so bad so far this season. Juju, I think, is a sit in a tough matchup. And then some rookies who started off really hot, Garrett Wilson and Drake London. It pains me, but I think they're sits this week. Yeah, I think we just got to pivot away from Drake London for the time being until we figure out what Arthur Smith is doing with that offense. Back to Chris Godwin. Last week, you were on Gabe Davis against the Steelers, and he had a monster game against Pittsburgh. This week, it's the Bucks that get to take aim at that Steelers defense. And Chris Godwin's starting to get healthy. There's a whole lot of weapons there for Tom Brady to work with. But I think we're still waiting for that big, huge smash game from Chris Godwin. This feels like it could be the one. That's exactly it, Marcus. 12 fantasy points in, in his two straight games. So that, that's showing that he brings a pretty safe floor. He's going to be involved in this offense. But we know there's more upside. And last week, he didn't play much in the second half, largely because the Bucks had a three-touchdown lead for most of it. But I think this is a week where we could see a lot of Chris Godwin. The Steelers allow the most fantasy points to wide receivers. We just saw Gabe Davis torch them, and all the Bills receivers really have a good game. So I think Godwin, this could be the week he looks like his old self. Yeah, Chris Godwin, you mentioned he didn't play much in the second half. That felt like them just sort of resting him as he continues to get stronger and get healthier. So I don't know that – maybe it happens again this week, but I think if it happens, it's also because you saw the Bucks have a really big first half, and hopefully Godwin is a part of that. The game of the week on paper is the Bills at the Chiefs, and the Chiefs – are playing good football. They are winning games right now. But for fantasy, it pretty much is just the Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey show. And so for that reason, at least I assume that's the reason, that you are pivoting away from Juju Smith-Schuster right now. Yeah, the production just hasn't been there for Juju Smith-Schuster. And I've been seeing the quote from Patrick Mahomes going before the season where he's like, every week's going to be a different receiver going around a lot on social media. And that's not really the case. It's, It's Travis Kelsey every week. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster has eight targets in four of his five games this season, yet he's been held to single digits three times, and he's not reached more than 14 fantasy points in a game this season. With eight targets per game, at some point, it's not just he's spreading the ball around. It's like Juju just isn't that productive anymore. So I, I think that right now it's it's Mahomes, Kelsey, and CEH are the starters from the Chiefs for fantasy. Any thought to maybe MVS in a game that could be a score fest? Not as, you know, anything more than a deep league option, but would you consider him? I think in deeper leagues, he's certainly in play. And I like MVS uh, for daily purposes because we haven't seen him get that long ball yet, but we know he's capable of doing that. 
yeah, he, he's definitely the field stretcher there. It's just a matter of when and where Mahomes can hit him. Let's move on to this week's edition of How We Feeling. It's where we list some guys and we talk about, well, how we're feeling about them. So let's start with Justin Herbert going against a good Broncos defense on Monday Night Football. How are you feeling about him? I know he hasn't been the Justin Herbert of old uh, or that we expected this year. We all thought he would be like on par, or at least I did, with uh, Josh Allen and Mahomes, and that hasn't been the case. But I still think there's far too much upside uh, in in Justin Fields. I, I know in his last three games, only one has multiple touchdowns, but I, I think that's going to get better. Austin Eckler's been running all over teams the last two weeks. I'm not sure he's going to be able to run like that on Denver. I, I still think you ride with Justin Herbert. Yeah, Justin Herbert, I think, you know, it's not a great matchup, but I still love his upside there. For me, J.K. Dobbins going against the New York Giants, and I don't know if I love the matchup. The Giants are finding ways to win games, in part because their defense is coming up big when they need him to. But I do like Dobbins in the sense of there's going to be volume there for him. There really is no competition in the Baltimore backfield, aside for maybe, you know, Lamar Jackson, who's going to run the football. But in terms of actual running back snaps, it's pretty much the J.K. Dobbins show. So in that respect, I do like the volume of it. The matchup is so-so. But I do think, depending on your situation, he's he is in play, at least as a running back to this week. Florio, James Robinson has sort of fallen off the last couple of weeks. How are you feeling about him against Indianapolis? I am worried about James Robinson right now. Two weeks ago, we, we saw him and ETN really split. And I thought that was because it was in bad weather and they were being cautious with James Robinson. And then last week, in, in a fine weather game, it was ETN who played more snaps, had the same number of carries, ETN had more targets, and did a lot more damage with it. I'm starting to think this is a 50-50 split, something like that, moving forward, maybe even seeing more ETN. I think right now both are more just RB2 or flex plays that bring an uncertain floor but, but a high ceiling. Over to Jamar Chase and the Bengals heading down to New Orleans. And I like Jamar Chase. I know people are wanting more from him, and it hasn't really happened. But I do think we're going to see him get more involved. If for no other reason, it's Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase coming back to the state of Louisiana where they were stars in college, where they won a national championship. If there's ever a chance for them to show out, it is this week against the New Orleans Saints. I do like them trying to get the ball to Chase a little bit more. Now, I'd like for some of those big plays to happen. We haven't seen a lot of those but I have a feeling that this is the week we're going to see Jamar Chase get going either way it's hard to make a case to not have him in your lineup so you're starting Jamar Chase anyway let's just hope that the big plays come Christian Kirk it's been a while since we've seen a couple big plays from him he's got the Colts as well this week how you feeling I would still be starting Christian Kirk. In week two against the Colts, he caught all six of his targets for 78 yards and two touchdowns. I know he's coming off of two down games, but two weeks ago he still had nine targets. Last week's three targets are concerning, but I, I think his two bad games correlate with Trevor Lawrence's worst games of the season where he's been turning seven turnovers in the last two games. It's going to be hard to get a lot of production. So we need Trevor Lawrence to play better, but I still think you ride with Christian Kirk. Definitely think you ride with Christian Kirk because he seems to be the favorite target there in Jacksonville. Finally, Kyle Pitts and the Falcons taking on the 49ers. Now, this is assuming Pitts plays. He did practice on Wednesday, missed last week with a hamstring injury. 
I'm trying to keep the faith, man, but Arthur Smith is making it hard right now. Just the way they are using him, they're not having him on the field for all of their passing plays. He's not running as many routes as you would like, and when he is out there, he's not really seeming to get the targets. Last week, we saw that extend to Drake London as well, throwing the fact that they've got a really good defense that they're facing this week in San Francisco, and I don't I don't know. I, I will say this. Look, there's not a lot of guys that you feel really confident about at tight end outside of Kelsey and Andrews. So maybe for that reason, Kyle Pitts stays in your lineup. But it's not it's not encouraging what we've seen through the first five weeks of the season. I don't know. Have you have you lost the faith in Kyle Pitts? I I still 100 percent believe in Kyle Pitts. I'm losing a lot of faith in Arthur Smith to do the right thing and get the ball into the hands of the best playmaker. And I feel bad for anyone out there who has to decide between Kyle Pitts and, and Taysom Hill this week. That that feels oh, like a very tough decision. That's a very <laughs> tough decision, and I'm sure there are more than there's more than one person out there who has that decision to make this week. Start sit tight ends for week six. Florio, run them down for me. David Njoku, who I think needs to be viewed as one of the upper echelon tight ends, is in play. Taysom Hill, just because no one brings a higher ceiling outside of maybe like Travis Kelsey at the position. Evan Ingram in a great matchup coming off his best game of the year. And then Noah Fant, who is more used. I like him over Will Disley this week, actually. Uh, and my sits, Dalton Schultz, who just has got no production with Cooper Rush. Tyler Conklin, same thing for him with Zach Wilson. Mo Ali Cox disappeared after his big game a couple weeks ago. And then Hunter Henry, just because I don't trust anyone in the Patriots game. No, the Patriots offense is not trustworthy at this point. But Taysom Hill, I mean, talking about sort of not trustworthy, the floor is really, really low. The ceiling potentially is really, really high. The Saints say they want to get him more involved this week. So we talked about this on the podcast. When you're streaming tight ends, it feels like you could probably do worse than Taysom Hill. Yeah, the only way I I would not consider starting Taysom Hill is if I have, like, obviously if you have, or, uh, Kittle, uh, not Kittle, uh, Kelsey or Andrews. You could put Kittle in that mix. Uh, Goddard, Ertz, it has, Njoku. It has to be a proven weekly contributor at the tight end position because when you're talking about streaming tight ends, none of them bring a safe floor. They're all a risk of giving you zero or close to zero, but none of them have the ceiling of a Taysom Hill. I mean, last week, the only people who scored more fantasy points than him in all of the game was Josh Allen, Austin Eckler, and Leonard Fournette. Like, that is an elite company to be in. It's such a high ceiling. So if you're streaming tight ends, it's almost worth it to just ride with Taysom Hill and see if he can score a touchdown or a hit on his upside like he did last week. That's the thing. Although, be aware that the range of outcomes does include zero points from Taysom Hill. That's just what it is. the ultimate mystery box. He really is. He really is. Also, just because he's in the stardom uh, category, don't say, hey, I started Taysom Hill over David Njoku. Like, don't do that. That's (laughs) that's not wise. Uh, Evan Ingram, a name that I I thought we were sort of done with Evan Ingram in our fantasy lives. He's gone to Jacksonville, and look, he's not spectacular, but he is, I think, hanging around the top 15 of tight ends and had a good game against the Colts earlier this season. I guess you believe he can do it again this week. Yeah, it's twofold. It's or threefold, I should say. The biggest thing is he's a tight end, so that always comes into play. Uh, and then last week, ten targets, six catches, sixty-nine yards, his best game as a Jaguar. So you love to see that. And then, like you said, he played well against the Colts earlier this season, where he had eight targets. This is his only other game with at least eight targets besides last week. Uh, he caught 
Seven balls for 46 yards against the Colts. That's double-digit fantasy points. And then the Colts have allowed the fifth most fantasy points to the tight end position. So I, I know Evan Ingram, he can bottom out. Any streaming tight end, again, can do that. But there's a lot of reasons for optimism when it comes to Evan Ingram this week. Evan Ingram back in our lives. I, I really thought it was it was a wrap for him. He got let go by the Giants, and it felt like, okay, well, this is the last we heard of him. But a little bit of a resurrection down in Jacksonville. Let's talk about some players we think deserve a little bit more hype and are must-starts this week. Kick it off, Florio. Travis Etienne Jr. And I said earlier in the show that I was worried about James Robinson, and the whole reason is Etienne. He's been playing more snaps the last two weeks. Uh, last week, they had the same number of carries. Etienne had more targets, and he had way more yards. He's just the more explosive option. And I wouldn't be surprised if moving forward, we see a lot more of ETN between the 20s. James Robinson could be the guy that comes in, cleans it up. I, I still don't think Robinson ever fully goes away, but we might be seeing the emergence and the takeover here of Travis ETN. I actually, I don't know if this is crazy or not, Marcus. I think I feel better about him this week than I do James Robinson. Wow. That is definitely saying something. I was always hoping that this could be sort of a, version of what Cleveland does with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. I don't know if it's quite gotten there, but I do think both these guys are, are viable. I'm going to go with Zach Ertz going against the Seattle Seahawks just because, one, the Seahawks defense is bad. But also, this is the last week for the Cardinals without DeAndre Hopkins. So I think this is the last week where you can look at a lot of these guys and see that there's a big-time target share coming. Ertz, I think, always will get some opportunities there in that Arizona offense but I definitely think this is a week to get him involved the Seahawks are bad defensively against pretty much every position but tight end especially bad so this feels like a good Zach Ertz week to get him in your lineup so you said you're sitting Russell Wilson but you do still sort of like one of his receivers this week huh yeah and I know last week people were like how are you telling me to sit Geno and start DK Metcalf and it's like well a receiver could play well even if and I was wrong on Geno but like a receiver can play well even if the quarterback does it and that's what Cortland Sutton has done despite Russell Wilson playing as poorly as he has Cortland Sutton is the wide receiver 12 on the year with just one touchdown too so he's been very productive at least 11 fantasy points every game and he has over 16 in three of his last four so he's getting the job done and and this with Russell Wilson playing pretty poor football, we think I, I would admit the ceiling is much higher. And I'll take the L on him. You were very high on him, Marcus. I know the fantasy community was very high on him. I was like, I think this is going to be back and forth between him and Jerry Judy. But Cortland Sutton has separated himself from the pack. Judy has been a non-factor for much of the season. I didn't think there'd be this much separation between the two of them, but Sutton does look like the guy if there is one in Denver. Last one here, and I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins against the Miami Dolphins. And Cousins has been well, he's been Kirk Cousins. I mean, sometimes it looks good, sometimes <laughs> it doesn't, and that can happen within the course of the same game. But right now he's the QB 12, and this is a very good matchup. The Dolphins have struggled against opposing fantasy quarterbacks, and Cousins coming off his best fantasy game of the season, going for 296 and a touchdown, also ran for a score last week against the Chicago Bears. So if you are having quarterback issues, if you are trying to decide between, you know, say uh, Russell Wilson or somebody like that, I think Kirk Cousins can be your guy. Obviously, you're not streaming him because he's probably on somebody's roster. But if you got him, this feels like a pretty good week to start Kirk Cousins. All right, coming up next, we are talking about the running back position. Find out which top 10 pick Florio says needs to be on your bench this weekend. That's a hell of a tease. Plus, we got Club Dub. 
who gets behind the velvet ropes and is going to score you 25 points coming up this week. We'll let you know on the Stardom Sit'em Show. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days, like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. 
So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. NFL Plus is the league's new exclusive video streaming subscription service. NFL Plus has your game day covered with live, local, and primetime regular season and postseason games right on your phone or tablet. NFL Plus is available in the NFL app and at NFL.com. Subscription plans start at just $4.99 per month. Fans can visit plus.nfl.com and sign up for a free trial of NFL Plus today. Start sit running backs for week six. Who you got? I said earlier I don't trust anyone in the uh, Patriots passing game, but I'm still trusting Ramondre Stevenson there. I think Melvin Gordon in a great matchup is in play. Devin Singletary against the Chiefs, who have allowed a ton of pass production to running backs. Kenneth Walker. It's been Kenneth Walker week all week on Fantasy Twitter. I think he's stardom. And my sits, a lot of big names this week. Zeke Elliott, I think, is a sit against a tough matchup. A.J. Dillon against the Jets. Cam Akers against the Panthers. And then the big one. Najee Harris against the Tampa Bay Bucks. I think he's a sit this week. We'll get to that one in just a second, but uh, let's start with Ramondre Stevenson because we liked him anyway. We liked the opportunity he was getting in the passing game. Now no Damian Harris for it looks like at least a couple of weeks. He's got a good matchup against a bad Cleveland Browns run defense. I know you said earlier in the week you were putting him, say, in your top 12. Have you moved him up? I know, you, I know. look, look I, full disclosure, uh, you know, the rankings has been sort of handed off. You've uh, kind of passed the torch to somebody else. But if you were still doing rankings, would Ramondre make it into your top 10 this week? Uh, he'd be borderline. I, I think he is someone that I would strongly consider there. He might be just outside of it, but I definitely think he has the upside to finish there. Last week, 25 carries for a buck 61, and then he added 14 yards in the air. Uh, and the thing is, I, I think they're going to ride him heavy on the ground, especially with their third-string quarterback, Zappi, in there. Um, but even if they fall behind, he already has been handling the password duty for the running backs there, so I don't think he ever fully would go away. Uh, the Browns have allowed the fourth most fantasy points to running backs. He is a Garrett Blunt Jr. is a beast, and shout out to Joel Smith. Go give him a follow on Twitter. He's the one doing the rankings now, so you definitely want to follow him. That's right. So you get to yell at someone else, not Florio anymore, about the rankings. <laughs> so go follow Joel. Joel does good work. Give him a shout over there on Twitter. Kenneth Walker, you mentioned it's been Kenneth Walker week on Fantasy Twitter. I mean, from the moment we learned that, unfortunately, Rashad Penny was gone for the rest of the year with a, a broken fibula, everybody has been big on Kenneth Walker, and maybe no better matchup for him to start with than the Arizona Cardinals. This is very much a smash spot for Walker. Yeah, Kenneth Walker, one, is just a really good running back. He's third this year in uh, yards per carry at over six. He led all running backs last season in explosive runs, which are 10-plus yards, and in missed tackles force. Like, those are all the reasons we were so excited about Javante Williams the last two seasons, and it applies to Kenneth Walker as well. And then, like you said, the Cardinals, they, they've been a defense that have given up a lot of points this, this season, and the Seahawks offense, their passing game especially being better than expected, I think just lead, creates more running lanes and it leads to less fewer stacked boxes for Kenneth Walker. So we'll see Kenneth Walker get his opportunity and he is going to be here for the remainder of the season barring injury because we know that Rashad Penny's not coming back. All right, let's get to the big one. Najee Harris, who has been one of the bigger disappointments across fantasy football so far this season. This is a guy that was probably drafted, was definitely drafted in the first round, might have been drafted even in the first half of the first round. And so far, not even a top 25 running back. 
You don't like him this week. Obviously, it's a tough matchup, but you are you are pulling the shoot on Najee Harris, huh? Yeah, it, it's just so I, I'll preference it by saying like he's not a must sit. It depends, but you could have better options on your roster easily right now. So I definitely don't think he's a must start or anything like that either. And go to check out the Stardom Sidham column. I wrote more about Najee Harris this week than I did any player this season because I really try to dig into what's going on. And what I found is, one, he's not being targeted nearly as much, and, and that was a concern coming into the year. But his explosiveness on the ground and his big playability is gone. And I'm like, maybe this has to do with the fact that we thought he was going to miss a bunch of time due to a high ankle sprain a couple weeks ago, but it's really sapped Najee Harris of all of his breakout ability and then the Bucks have allowed the fewest fantasy points to running backs. And this is something they've done for years now. So it's the toughest possible matchup for a running back. Throw in the fact that Mike Tomlin says they want to work Jalen Warren in maybe a little bit more. Yeah. That means potentially fewer snaps and fewer opportunities for Najee Harris. Yeah, that one not working out the way a lot of people anticipated when they spent a high draft pick on Najee Harris. That's the down. Let's get back to the good side of things. Club Dub! <laughs> Right, the air horns, the shouting, all of that, the, the axe body spray, get all of it right now because we're talking about the guys. That's right, we got our money guns here. We're talking about the guys that are guaranteed to score you 25 fantasy points this week. Who is getting in the club for you? We're going out to New York. We know that the clubs stay open late there. We're going to have a great time because who invited us? Mr. Brees Hall. He said, everyone come out. Get me in your starting lineup this week. I'm going to have an absolutely great game. And we've been seeing the emergence of Brees Hall the last couple of weeks. And last week, I think, was the full takeover. He had a season high in carries at 18. He played his most snaps of the year. He only had two targets, but he turned them into 100 yards. He went for almost 200 yards and a touchdown. And he twice was tackled at the one on big plays. And I think against the Packers defense and, and really against Aaron Rodgers, the Jets are going to try to keep Rodgers off the field and run Brees Hall a bunch. I think Brees Hall is an RB1 moving forward, and you might not you might be able to acquire him this week and not have to pay RB1 prices. That's the thing, is that he really has stepped up. And Michael Carter, who's a good player, just I think is going to start to see fewer opportunities because Hall is playing so well. As for me, when you go visit the city of Atlanta, the club scene is always popping down there. And so Debo Samuel... <laughs> He is visiting Atlanta, and he is going to get into Club Dub against the Falcons. It has been the Debo show in San Francisco pretty much all season long. That's not a surprise. We knew he was going to get lots of opportunity. Now he has a great matchup against the Falcons. And Adam Rank made the point that, sure, you can go and try to start Tevin Coleman, but he's not the RB2 in San Francisco behind Jeff Wilson. It's probably Debo Samuel. He's going to get a ton of those carries. We know he's going to get some targets and just get him out in space and let him work. I think this is a good week to start and to stream Jimmy Garoppolo, and I think this is an excellent week to start Debo Samuel and have him in Club Dub for you. There it is. I feel like it's a pretty, pretty productive Club Dub session today. It's always a good time. It, it, Club Dub <laughs> is the funnest time of the week. Except for the part where afterwards I got to pick up all these dollar bills that are all over my uh, my little workstation yeah, that, here. But other than that, that's the unfun part. <laughs> 
that's the unfun part absolutely what is fun is the fact that we got podcasts for you five days a week just subscribe to whatever show you like whether it's the stardom Sidem show here on thursdays whether it's the nfl fantasy football show on mondays and wednesdays or it's the q a show on tuesdays and fridays either way you will get five days worth of fantasy pod goodness in your stream also be sure to check us out in the nfl fantasy app the nfl channel your favorite podcast app also you can check out nfl fantasy game day on sundays and that kicks off at noon eastern in the meantime that will do it for this edition of the stardom Sidem show he's michael f florio i am marcus grant we appreciate you watching enjoy week six everybody and we'll talk to you next week you go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses so when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it irish spring body wash and bar soap fresh green irish shop now at a store near you live nation presents concert week now through may 14th get 25 dollars tickets to over 5,000 shows that's up to 75 percent off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 savage alanis morissette cage the elephant celeste barber dirk spentley fade hootie and the blowfish janet jackson kids bop kids megan trainer bissell puma sarah mclaughlin get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just 25 dollars until now through may 14th Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.